Welcome to Sessions Understand, where we talk about philosophy, progress, and valuable topics. Why things matter and why things are done or acted upon by people. Topics, subjects, and quotations will come and be influenced by books, other podcasts, and news. Today, I'm going to read an excerpt from a project I've had when I was in my senior high school years. It was my philosophy class when we were required to write about ourselves. Since this was a philosophy class, I wrote not about me, but about a philosophy where someone, anyone, can relate. This writing is mixed with philosophies such as existentialism, essentialism, and absurdism. This just explains the life everyone experiences. Do note that this was written by my past self, and that differs by a whole shot. As we grow older, we get to see a wider eye in order to find the personal enlightenment philosophies that one might hold. I do not hold any of these philosophies that is written or spoken, but for my past self, he probably wrote this to get a view out of something he experienced. I share this with you all to provide a view on life with this set of philosophies, existentialism, essentialism, and absurdism. This will come in three parts, just like life, birth, death, and death. Side note, I do edit some of the writings for better wording and explanation, but I do not change the overall topic of the paper. Liveth. According to biology, there are seven characteristics of living things, and these are nutrition, respiration, movement, excretion, growth, reproduction, and sensitivity. These characteristics are given by science, and of course, this is true and factual. But in philosophy, we ask a deeper meaning to a living thing. And this is, what is the true essence of being a living thing? In this context, the living thing is a human. Being asked this, we immediately think about our past lives as a living human being, capable of storing memories and emotions about a certain moment in life. Is being a living thing really just about having those seven characteristics? Why are people taking this life? this ability to live for granted. In this part of the excerpt, we answer these questions by answering them through experiences, mindfulness, and deep reflections in life. To have great knowledge, we must know the sides and live in. There are two sides and these are essentialism and existentialism. Essentialism believes that in order to exist, we must know our value and function in life while existing without prerequisite on living and that we are just existing. Objectively speaking, reality we see and reality we touch. This is called existentialism. But for me, I do not take sides on any of them. Because I am in the middle of it. Essentialism gives perspective on fulfilling our true essence. Essence that is already given in life. It also gives essence to live out and become living by following your life's true essence. And that we don't exist if we don't comply with our true essence in life. In contrast, existentialism gives perspective on reality and says that there is no such thing as essence in life, that finding meaning in the meaningless is such idiocracy. It emphasizes on having freedom and choice, defining your own life's essence. Being in the middle is that I accept both perspective and I believe in both of them. I also think that both of them are correct. How? Given that essentialism, giving intrinsic meaning to life, and existentialism, we create our own meaning in life. Maybe the answer is that our own essence in life is to determine our essence. 
a living thing's essence in life is figuring out what its essence is because we never truly know what our intrinsic meaning is in life. There's a right and wrong in determining one's essence, and that is if one's doing is unlawful. Not only am I an existentialist and an essentialist, but also a futurist. Being a futurist should have a neutral mindset, not too optimistic nor too pessimistic. Being a futuristic should be realistic as well. According to Hari Rika, a futurist is a person that makes predictions based on future trends they identify. Having a futurist perspective, you get to see what will happen according to the things that are already happening. It gives hope but also destroys it. One might ask, isn't it just the same as fortune telling? The answer is, it is very much not. Fortune telling is about divinity, reading a person's palm and using tarot cards. Futurism, on the other hand, is predicting the future based on facts, trends. I've been living with this kind of mindset since I was about 11 years old. I always ask, what is the purpose of us? And of course, as a young kid, I never really tried to answer it. I just like playing with my friends and being with my family. I guess one could call it as going with the flow. I just did things that are fun, amazing, and of course studying. But I didn't bother to answer it. It all changed as graduation of being an elementary to high school that I asked myself the same question. What is the purpose of us? I saw my classmates crying and hugging each other as if we wouldn't see each other again. But not even a single tear was seen in my eyes. I was mesmerized by the people who were smiling and celebrating about the success of graduating elementary. They didn't think about the future, the hardships you might encounter in high school. Troy was just the feeling they were feeling. This is the part of my life where existentialism, essentialism, and futurism hits me without even knowing it did. As I grew older, I later realized that being alive always has a purpose. Even a non-living thing has a purpose in this world. An example, a chair, a non-living thing, has a purpose in this world. And that is to be sat on and provide comfort to us humans. How could we, a living thing, not serve a purpose in this world? Of course, we might not be able to see our purpose yet this early stage of life. But in the latter part of it, the lights will soon fade. It will show you your purpose in life. How will it show you? It will show you by how you live life. If you choose to live life by helping people and reducing the spreading of diseases, you may be a doctor. In reality, we are who we choose to be. High school is the most memorable part of living. Why? Because we meet people just like us. How? All of us in high school are in the midst of puberty. All of us in high school are confused about what love is, the significance of grades, and the importance of having friends. When I was in grade 7, I thought of doing my best in school. But when I did, it was harder than I thought. A lot of adjustments were made. From an early schedule and a late dismissal to adopting the education system LC has. I did good in high school. At first, I had 3 to 2 line of 7 grades in the first and second year in high school. But when I was in the third year, I put my mind to a state of not having a line of 7 grades. And I did it. I didn't have any line of 7 grades from any subject. With this state of mind, I realized that people can do accomplish anything if they put their head into it. People can do anything if they aspire to do it. In school, I tried not to stress myself out in studying or else the stress will add pressure in it and it'll be harder. I accomplished not stressing myself and I still passed all my subjects. What I did was I studied smarter. 
I studied for a short time, but I gave all my focus on it. I didn't become a top one student, but I did pass every subject with high grades without stress nor pressure. I want to tell each and every student to study smarter and to love studying. Grades may not define who you are, but it will definitely define your study habit and responsibility as a student. Grades doesn't define our intellect, but defines our ability to be hardworking. If a student who is smart but is not industrious about studying, not even giving a small effort in studying, that student will most likely fail. But if a student who is industrious will be successful in achieving high grades. As I grow older, I never knew that losing a friend is healthy. Having the most of friends doesn't guarantee them being true. As we grow older, we should have friends that are true and those who will not leave you in times of need. Friends who will not talk behind your back. Friends who will criticize you in front of your face without sugarcoating. Friends who will tell you your bad sides. And friends who will never break your trust. Having a true friend should not only be there for the fun, but also for the sadness. Along the way, we will meet thousands of people, and we will be friends with most of them. If we become friends with other people, we should have a lot of impact in their life. We should do our best to help them reach their goals or even teach them about life, even give them advices when they feel like the world hates them. Having a friend or group of friends is healthy, if the relationship is healthy. Living isn't only about school, friends, and families. Living is about you. Living is about oneself and how one can solve a problem with one's rational and conscious mind. Dealing with life is very hard. For the path to satisfaction, not using the word success, because the readers might interpret it as being rich. As to satisfaction, which can be a subjective term to others, will have a different meaning depending on the sentiment of the readers to the words satisfy. Isn't a zigzag pattern, but a maze to which if you give up, it's all over. Playing a very difficult maze task is tiring and outmost impatient. But living life which is a maze, we should not get tired of playing or living life. It is because at the end, there is satisfaction, a reward. In living life, we should be collected and composed. We shouldn't let other people's hate, even though we are doing good in the eyes of the many, affect us. We should be able to reflect on them but to never really change just to please the many. In reality, nobody can really please everybody. No one can please everyone. Live life as who you want to be. Never be an immoral, irrational, unethical, and corrupt human being. For us to be in the pathway of existentialism, essentialism, and futurism, we should know how to cope with reality. We should learn how to innovate and do things to what's available or even invent from what's available. Just like the saying, when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. In our stages of life, we will never really know the true essence of living. But what we do know is that finding or creating our true essence is the only thing close to knowing our true essence. This has been Sessions Understand. I hope you stay in tune for upcoming topics. This podcast will evolve and have more valuable and insightful topics. Thank you.